This is an AMI podcast. Welcome back to Outdoors with me, Lawrence Gunther. This is our last show before the holidays start, so Lily and I thought it would be a good time to put together a little gift guide for adults and youth of all abilities. Come on, Lewis, let's go find Lily. I can't wait to hear what she found. Getting schooled with Miss Lily. Hi, Lily. Hey. Hey, the holidays are uh, about to begin, but we need to get a tree. We do need to get a tree before all the nice ones are picked out. (laughs) So what kind of tree options are out there? Okay, well, there are three types of natural Christmas trees that are popular. If you close your eyes and imagine a Christmas tree, you're probably picturing a Norway spruce. The Norway spruce is probably the tree a lot of people had in the house growing up as it was rare to find other varieties on sales about 20 years ago or so. Dad, you were growing up 20 years ago. You were growing up more like 70 years ago. <laughs> but I, I had a lot of those trees. My family did, for sure. No. They were very popular trees. With narrow branches and a rich festive scent, the shape is instantly recognizable and we like to think of it as a, the quintessential Christmas tree. It's generally slimmer and more symmetrical than any other tree. It's also very bushy with slim, spiky needles and a beautiful, rich, piney scent that fills the room, the sort of smell that evokes Christmassy feelings. However, there's one con to the Norway spruce. Yeah? It does drop its needles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, more than the other, Uh, which is why the Nordman fir is now instead a more popular variety. Your mother hates sweeping up you know, needles from Christmas trees a week into Christmas and we haven't even passed Christmas yet. It drives her crazy. And the dogs knock all the branches with their tails. Oh, they love the little (laughs) ornaments. We can't put any of the glass ones near the bottom. Not near the bottom, no. About the Nordman fir, perhaps the most popular variety of real Christmas tree nowadays. Probably. The Nordman fir is easily recognizable for its wider shape at the base and thinner, sparser branches at the top. And its main draw is that the needles are much less likely to drop than of the Norway spruce. The Nordman is a wide and symmetrical tree with broad, lush needles that hold on through the Christmas season better than any other tree. Its large but soft needles make it ideal for households with young children or pets or blind fathers. And its strong (laughs) branches are suitable for hanging heavy ornaments or bobbles. Nordman firs can also benefit greatly from decorative Christmas tree skirts, as their bases tend to be longer and more in need of tidying up. This means that this natural tree is great for maintaining a great appearance throughout the season, and we reckon its deep green foliage is best dressed in the fewer of the best Christmas decorations, making it the perfect choice for a more minimalist-style home. The one drawback on the Nordman is that you don't get much of the Christmassy smell. <laughs> That's why uh, car fresheners, you know, the little Christmas... <laughs> Where the heck are those on our Christmas tree? No? Yeah, I, I brought it up with mom. She was really mad. <laughs> I want a tree that smells like a, a Christmas yeah. tree. Not a not one that doesn't smell. That's not the one we normally get no. anyways. So if, you're, if, if that's really important for you, uh, you might want to look at the Norway spruce or Fraser fir. I think we've been buying Fraser firs. The Fraser fir is the... Perfect all-around Christmas specimen Mm -hmm. um, with great needles holding ability, 
a zesty aroma that smells like Christmas, and a beautiful dark green foliage with blue undertones. The tree is of a slightly narrower, slimmer build, making it a good option for a smaller space. People especially love the bluish tint to the foliage, which offers something a bit unique to the more traditional green trees. Because, you know, who likes green on Christmas? Well, that greenish blue, that's really pretty. In terms of scent and needle dropping, the Fraser fir often has a delicious and distinctive citrus scent that many love around the holidays. I do, yeah. You know, though it does smell a little less piney. That's so fine. if piney is what you're after, one of the other two trees varieties may suit you best. For the last few years, we've been using these fir trees. I really like them. What about a fake tree? We tried that for a number of years, and then finally the thing got so bedraggled that uh, we realized we either had to replace the fake tree with another fake tree, artificial tree, sorry, so sorry. No, or, they're fake. But I said, no, you know what? I, they just don't have that smell, and I want the smell. So we went back to natural trees. Real Christmas trees are so nice. But if we did decide to use an artificial tree, I uh, found some on the website. Oh, boy. Yeah. (laughs) What'd you find? Well, the National Tree Company makes a nice Douglas fir-style tree. The 15-foot tree both looks and feels real thanks to its feel-real design. (laughs) Over 1,500 clear lights make the tree look elegant while making decorating easy. Even better, the tree is comprised of both fire-resistant and non-allergenic materials. That's good things. Yeah. Price. You ready for this? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Only $1,582.19. Not the kind of tree that goes on sale on Boxing Day, I'm thinking. <laughs> Boxing Day. You know, for next Christmas. <laughs> We'd have to lay it on its side. <laughs> or like the top would be squished against the ceiling. Oh, bent right over. Time for the bucket list. Lily, this is my favorite time of the year because we get to do the gift list. Didn't we do this last year? We did. And um, I know this year you've done two lists, one for adults and one for youth. And these are accessible gifts. So uh, let's start with the youth. Go me. Okay. I did some poking around on the old web and came up with the following. I chose them because they seem like they would be something any kid would enjoy or, you know, immature adult, no matter (laughs) what their abilities. And they are green friendly. Cool. Here is seven gifts any child might enjoy. Number one. Is there anything more fun for a kid than a slingshot? Nope. Treat budding Bart Simpson to a rewilding adventure via the gift of a seed slinger wilderness restoration kit from Modern Sprout. The kid comes with seven seed balls containing a blend of wildflowers, grasses, and ground cover seeds ripe to be slung into any developed spaces void of plants Hmm. like onto mediums and under power lines the best part is after those bombs morph into local wildlife habitat kids ages eight and up can make their own seed bombs and continue slinging them away the kid includes at-home seed bomb instructions and a wilderness warrior merit badge to recognize Kids work to better the planet. 
I'll, I'll be honest, it took me a couple times to read that to actually understand what it was. <laughs> it really catches you by surprise, yeah. right? Number two. Oh, this is great. I really love saying this on, on the internet. What? Engage young ones in wildlife education with what is surely a favorite topic. Bowel movements. <laughs> uncommon goods. Illustrated poop bingo board tests up to eight kids' abilities to match beasts with their business. Oh, very cool. Kids will pick up plenty of strange but true feces factoids. Did you know, for an instance, that wombats poop in cubes? They do not. Oh, I loved reading that. (laughs) I I think it's a great game. Oh, yeah, you would, wouldn't you? But you know what, Lily? I don't even want to know if there's a tactile element to this game. (laughs) I don't either. I really don't. Number three, what about a STEM-oriented playset designed to inspire curious kids to take a hike? The little medical school wilderness survival set delivers adorable pragmatism, complete with a cuddly, plush Bigfoot. Huh. Boy, oh boy, I'd buy it just for that. Yeah. A five-in-one survival tool, including a compass, emergency whistle, fire starter, signal mirror, and waterproof matchbox. Nice. Theo had that. I know he did. Theo had that, and it's still in our trailer, and it's still his favorite thing in the world, and he likes to blow that whistle in the middle of the night. <laughs> um, and an activity book containing lessons about how to ID poison ivy and how to build an SOS sign out of rocks. Very handy. The kit challenges kids to earn a diploma by completing tasks designed to teach outdoor survival techniques and basic first aid. This sounds really cool. Number four. Here's something for those stuffed animal-adoring kids of all ages on your list. Check out Sweet Kiki and Tembo from The Elephant Project. Not only does the founder give 100% of the net proceeds to respected agencies that care for orphaned, abused, and injured elephants, but also each gift comes with a little poem. The idea is to benefit the beloved species while teaching children how to act as voices for the wilderness. Very good. Loved elephants. Uh, Number five. When the Knife Mavens at Norwegian outdoor tool brand Hello Focus grouped a tool for future outdoors people, designers realized that none of their kids wanted a kid's knife. So it had to be the real thing. Yeah. The Spire boasts all the classic features of a grown-up knife just in a smaller package. It's an 8.5 centimeter dark wood handle is shaped to provide a firm grip for smaller hands. And the six centimeter blade has a Scandinavian flat ground edges and a blunted tip suitable for beginners. So you don't stab yourself when you're carving. It's part of the fun. I what are you know, talking about? Bloody fingers. Each knife comes with a natural leather sheath. It's a tool you and yours will want to pass down to future generations along with the knowledge, skill, and supervision to use it properly. So that's the challenge, right? Like, do you ask the parent first? And then, you know, hear no, or just go and get that for your nephew or niece or your... your... <laughs> I'll get that for my nephews. <laughs> Ali will love me. Number six. The original wearable sleeping bag was invented high in the mountains of Chile and designed to provide campers and home loungers with maximum mobility, versatility, and coziness. Aww. Good news, the lightweight silk bag, so named for the Selknam people of Tierra del Fuego, Chile... Just launched two wearable bags for kids. Each weather-resistant, lightly insulated bag is made from 90 upcycled plastic bottles, Mm. 
plus 100% post-consumer recycled fabrics, insulation, and zippers. Go on, gift the give of maximally comfy backyard camping trips or sleepover. I love that. That's a, that's a great idea, and they're recycling bottles to make that. That's yeah. great. Okay, number seven. Got a lover of dolls on your list? Made from recycled materials and shipped in reusable packaging, the Be Kind line features five dolls, each of whom promotes positive messages of kindness and a DIY ethos. Brianna's mantra is, there is no planet B. And because she enjoys upcycling fashion designs, she comes with DIY paint and decorative doll clothes. Coral's mission is to keep plastic waste out of the ocean. And animal activist Daisy comes with two DIY keen bags for doll play. Move over, Barbie and Ken. <laughs> hey, those are great. Seven great suggestions, Lily. But okay, now I can't wait. What did you come up for the adults? One of the most reliable phone tethers around. This lanyard from Night Eyes has an anchor that fits between case and phone without interfering with charging. The package includes a mini double-gated locking carabiner and a 2.5 centimeter wide soft lanyard with a quick-release buckle. Don't you love the name of that company, Night Eyes? Night Eyes. I, I like the way it's spelled. Yeah. How to spell it? N-I-T-E-I... Z-E. A lanyard for your iPhone. I, I think it's a great idea. I think I need something like that because when I'm hiking or, or navigating hiking. in my boat, I'm using the GPS on my phone. It needs to have a clear, you know, view of the sky to reach the satellites and I need to be able to access it and hear it. I don't need to shove it in a pocket. It'd be so much handier if it was just hanging around my neck. Okay, what else you got? I know you like wearing sunglasses, mm -hmm. but I bet you didn't have a pair of these Discarded fishing nets and gear are the most harmful forms of plastic pollution in our oceans, which mm -hmm. is why progressive companies are now finding ways to give new life to this plastic waste. The latest is the Costa del Mar, maker of premium water sports sunglasses. They make nice sunglasses. Yeah. They're a little pricey, but they're beautiful. The frames of Costa's untangled collection are built with net plus material that's 97% made from recycled fishing nets. Isn't that cool? Yep. Untangled frames are available in several colors with a variety of polarized tints. I want a pair of these or two. This might not apply to you, but they make some really cool adjustable task lamps with magnifiers built into them. I used to have a task lamp. It was a it was a circular light with a big magnifying glass in the center on a movable arm. And I used it to tie my flies. I, I mean, I was registered blind at the time, but my flies still came out good enough that I could catch trout <laughs> on them. What about a dot watch? What's that? A braille and tactile Bluetooth smart watch. The mm -hmm. dot watch is a wearable device that connects to your mobile device. Lily, I still have a, a tactile Seiko watch. The face flips <laughs> up. Yeah, I know that it's one. It's a classic. And I have one of those Bradley... Uh, watches with the moving ball bearings. Oh, yeah. I've had three of those returned because they were, they're, turns out they're very fragile. The other problem with these watches is they take very expensive batteries. Oh, you know the iPod Touch is a great, far less expensive way to get into Apple's world of accessibility for about $250 for the base 32 GB model. And you don't need a cell phone plan. The iPod Touch has all the features of the iPhone, except that you can't make a cellular phone call. Of course, when connected to Wi-Fi, calls can be made with the FaceTime app or WhatsApp or other similar apps. I had one of these for so long. Okay, they're great. It's a really great idea. I mean, what a, a nice, inexpensive way to stay connected. 
Uh, here's something else you might be interested in when we're going, you know, camping off the grid, what we tend to do. Yeah. Um, Amazon has solar chargers that range from $50 to $100 and work with iPhone, iPad, Android, and Samsung devices. Well, that's pretty cool, eh? Mm-hmm. One of these is the Rupee charger. The high-capacity battery can be charged in multiple ways. By sunlight, USB cable from a computer, any indoor bright lamp, or through a wall adapter. This device is slightly larger than an iPhone, and it stores enough energy to charge a smartphone seven times or a tablet four times before needing to recharge. But you know what, Lily? Will it boost my truck or, or, or fill my tires in my truck? No. No. Okay, Dad, not everyone has a truck. No, it's It's meant for emergency backup. Yeah. No, okay. Gotcha. How about uh, this for people who have trouble telling colors apart? Try the rainbow color reader, a talking color identifier. Don't you have one of those? I've had a few of these, and they end up breaking, but for just basic colors. But I don't have just basic color clothing. Like, I don't wear red or yellow or orange clothes. You're not a crayon. For patterns, for mixed colors, stripes and checks and plaids, doesn't work. But what I'm always looking for is one of these things that can tell me what color my fishing lures are. (laughs) I've yet to find something that can do that. What about a a A-pen friend for recording instructions, notes, and labels? That's a cool idea. A little kind of mobile recorder. I like that. Audio labels can be used for anything, including managing medications or maybe even your fishing lures. Ah, I make little braille labels and attach them to the lure with a safety pin. Takes hours. I have to read them the name (laughs) and color of everything. It does take a while, that's for sure. But I have one of the best organized taco boxes in the world. Well, Dad, I know this is something you use a lot. Your very own digital assistant, the mm. Amazon Echo or Google Speaker. You uh, can yes. You can use the voice command feature to ask for the time, weather, and news headlines. You can also play games, set alarms, and timers, and play music. I was a little skeptical about these things a couple years ago, but now they, we have one in almost every room in the house, don't Literally we? Literally every room <laughs> of the house by accident. <laughs> you know, you get a one sale like... Two for $49 sometimes around Christmas. These are great little deals. And uh, No, and I have one in my room. I like it. They're so handy. Like yeah. I, When I'm writing something, I can't spell a word. I just ask and boom, I get the spelling right there. Happens a lot, does it? Well, it does, you know, and I can, but I'm more creative because I'm more tempting to use new words that I don't normally use. Dad, I think it's time to hmm? replace the microwave. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty old. Yeah. Yeah. How about a talking microwave? That'd be cool. Talking microwave ovens are fully accessible and can announce on everything from running cook time to current power level to attend to food. I like it, but you know, you have to have an Amazon Echo and because the microwave somehow links to the Amazon Echo and it has to go on the internet to be able to talk. So, um, This sounded really cool. If you're someone who can't stand bright lights at night, if mm-hmm. you don't care for the harsh lights and hiss of traditional lanterns, mm-hmm. BioLights Alpenglow multicolor high efficiency USB lantern might be for you. That sounds beautiful. The Alpenglow is portable, rechargeable, and provides a warm glow suitable for both ambient lighting and camp tasks. It has eight light modes, which you change by shaking the lantern, including two color changing ones inspired by mountain sunrise and sunset. These are so popular on social media. Are they? So you wake up with the sunrise. You know, this sort of light mood lighting it's still you know for a lot of people who have low vision 
it, it, mood lighting can be very nice. What about item trackers? Yeah, nowadays there are many kinds of trackers that can be attached to important items, such as phones, wallets, etc., mm -hmm. which either can be tracked with an app or on the computer. Or the tracker will make an intermittent beeping noise, allowing your friend or family members to keep track of who, where these things are in the home. What I want, though, is something I can, you know, affix to door of our trailer or camper or my ice hut. I've only ever found one thing that works and I had to bring it in from Germany. It's called a Peepsy and has a range of about 100 yards. You got a little waterproof uh, transmitter that you hang around your neck. You push the button and the longer you hold the button down, the louder it beeps so you can hear it from a long way off. My last adult gift suggestion is the Orcam My Eye, an intuitive device that's the size of your finger. It can read text, recognize faces, identify products, and more. Some hmm. claim that the gift will open up a whole new world to whoever is using it. I'm going to check that out. Yeah, there's more. Thanks to the facial recognition feature, there is no longer a need to awkwardly ask friends or family members to identify themselves. Or Cam My Eye will do that for you. You think I can train it to tell the difference between a, a northern pike and a muskie? Or a, a rainbow trout and a salmon? Or a largemouth bass and a smallmouth <laughs> bass? Something be... you still have a problem with? <laughs> I, I know largemouth from smallmouth. Sure. We'll tell that to the largie I got caught last summer. You deemed a small. <laughs> and, and I know a northern pike from a muskie by the smell. By the smell? No kidding. It's mm -hmm. a fish. Oh, yeah. Well... Last thing, Dad, I was thinking about Lewis Aww. and what he might enjoy for a gift. Yeah? Urban Sprawl Dog Bed from Roughwares. Aw, yeah, a new dog bed. Yeah, he needs a new dog bed. Benji empties it out. <laughs> oh, Benji's ripped all the stuffing out of poor Lewis's dog bed. Benji's our other dog. Lewis, Benji's the small dog who bosses the big dog around. <laughs> Come on, Lewis. <laughs> I'm going to beat up your bed. The Urban Sprawl is a plush dog bed that is perfect for <laughs> winding down after adventures. Yeah. The two-sided inner mattress includes recycled materials to provide the option of a soft or firm sleeping surface for high comfort in a low-profile resting place. The removable cover is easy to clean, allowing the cover and mattress to be washed separately. The durable micro-suede sleeping surface is soft Stands up to years of nesting and cleans with a brush and a shake. The waterproof non-skid bottom creates a moisture barrier, making the urban sprawl equally at home in the living room or at a base camp. Yeah, you, you, we could take that uh, to the campground with us because it wouldn't get uh, wet if the ground was a little damp. Go Lewis, new bed. Hey, thanks, Lily. Outdoor tips and tech. Six degrees on your left, 122 meters. For the past couple of years, I've been a beta tester for the Soundscape app produced by Microsoft. You know, there's a lot of apps on uh, phones now for GPS, and they all basically do the same thing. Map, here's an intersection, this is the corner, this is the way you're walking, blah, 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 right? It's all good. But, you know, most blind people know where they're walking until they get to a new city. Then these things come in real handy. But I want one that I can always use in the field, like when I'm hiking or when I'm on the water in my blind fishing boat or in my kayak. Or, you know, if you're on a campus or cutting across a big park, you want to be able to navigate by the crow flies, you know, in one direction from point A to point B. With or without paths or sidewalks, just go in that direction. Well, 
Soundscape has done it. You can now create markers. You have to go there, create your markers, and then you can knit them together in a sort of daisy chain at home. And then when you go out next time, you start at your first marker, hit go, and every time you get to your next marker, it'll automatically click off and go to your next destination along the path. This is really handy because, you know, you can do this with the Victor Stream. They have this ability as well, but it doesn't automatically click from one GPS waypoint to the next. If I'm paddling out of a bay and there's a few little twists and turns along the way to get out of the bay, I, I need to have this happen seamlessly. I don't want to have to stop and fiddle around and my, my boat drifts around and spins and next thing you know, I have to figure out where the, which way I'm pointing again. The only downside I've found with this though is when you get within 15 meters of your waypoint, it clicks off and, and, and starts the next uh, directions to the next waypoint. So you never really get directly to the thing you're looking for, a picnic table, a bench, your ice fishing hut, the door to your house or your, your camper or your tent. You know, it gets you within 15 meters, but that still a, could be a ways away, right? So you still need to make that last bit on your own. It uses sounds in your ears. So you turn your head, and if you're using your Apple AirPod Pros, you turn your head and it'll adjust. So you can point your head in the direction you want to go. And when you hear the same tone ringing out, you know that's the way you got to go. And when that tone fades, you, you because your head's pointing in the wrong way, your body's pointing the wrong way, you're going the wrong way, you adjust your head, and you go, oh, I got to go that way. So you can make continuous course corrections, which is really important when you're hiking or on the water. Check it out. I want to thank you all for listening to Lily and me over the last year. This is our 40th episode. We've done 40 episodes. I can't believe it. I didn't even think we'd get past five. You know, getting your feedback and hearing from you folks uh, has really uh, made this project that we enjoy doing. I mean, I enjoy recording with my my daughter we have a lot of fun doing it my son is our technician and he's he brings a, a real level of professionalism to the uh, to the work it's it's wonderful but uh we wouldn't be able to do it without your uh, support so share our podcast with your friends you know give us a like on apple Podcasts and send me some feedback I want to thank Nazreen abdel majid sam robinson and paula Deneen. they're my technicians the manager of AMI-audio is Andy Frank. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider.